0: Hello, this is a Kenya Podcast Preacher, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together on our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Define and Redefine, The New-Old Way of Lying. This is a multi-episode series in which this is episode two of three. So is there an exception to the difference in between the truthers and the liars? I mean, could a truther first be a liar before becoming a truther? Yes, in fact, we were all born liars. Think about the last time a kid had to be trained how to lie when asked if they put their hands in the cookie jar. After I show support for these two sides of the family, that is, God's children and the devils, I will show you an illustration I came up with, which, of course, I will have to kidnap from another message I wrote titled, Sin, Gray Matter, as well as in others such as, can't we all just get along? Now the following is just a portion of the message, but hopefully enough so that you get the idea that we have truthers and liars. There are no maybeers. So a long time ago, Satan concocted an idea and entered into the serpent, who at the time was a sort of beast, not a snake. Yet otherwise, God wouldn't have cursed it to slide on its belly all the days of its life and seduce Eve to destroy the pure seed. Genesis 3.14 So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all the cattle, and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you shall go, and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. You see, it wouldn't have been a curse if it was already a snake doing snake things. Nope, because it wasn't a snake prior to God saying so. Also of note is the fact that God uses the word beast and not snake. First a beast, then a snake. So we know that the serpent was a beast who was able to chat with Eve, and eventually was able to convince her to know him. Genesis 3.1 Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Now before i gone, something here just dropped into my spirit. Is it not the same thing when you, I'm talking to the men of the house, go to a bar to go and pick up a woman? Is it possible that you're operating in a beast spirit? Well, one of the ways you can tell is to try to determine or to define what the difference is between you and what Satan was doing here. Now, I used to be a guy unsaved, and I cannot find a difference between me and what Satan did to Eve. Not to worry. Get Jesus in your life and repent. He'll erase the whole past. So back to the message. Did God not call it a beast comparatively so? If there was no relationship to the beast, then he could have said, Then any fish of the sea or any bird of the air. But then that would have been just random, and God is not random. Yep, Satan seduced Eve by entering the beast and yakking away and then some. He committed adultery with her, and her with him. Eve ate the degradation of humanity by intermingling with the seed of Satan. The serpent's seed. Let's look. Eve stated in Genesis 3.13 that Satan deceived... Me, and I ate. That's seduced or beguiled. Genesis 3:13. And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. If we quickly buzz over to Genesis 4, 1, 2, we see that Eve had twins. This is not a departure from the story, but a result of what happened in the garden. Genesis 4, 1, 2. Now Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain. And said, I have acquired a man from the Lord. Notice she didn't say from uh, Adam. Then she bore again, this time his brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. Also, and I like to share little nuggets, isn't it interesting that Abel was a keeper of the sheep? And are we not all considered sheep? I'll save it for another message. When it states she bore again, this means that she is pushing out another child, like right after Cain was born. The Adam knowing her was not a part of her boring down again. In Genesis 4.1, Eve states that she had received a child from the Lord, not Adam. Yep, she did not credit her husband for the child. His name was not on the list of credits. Another bit of info is that Cain was born first, and it is a fact that women who have got pregnant by one man and then another usually give birth in the same order of the pregnancy. I know, some might say it's a weak argument and probably wouldn't hold up in court, Not if you got around those experts. But when you add it to the rest of the information, you start to see a picture that was hidden in plain sight. We also see in Genesis 4.17 and verse 25, God prefaced the act of intimacy with the word new, both with Cain and with Adam. Genesis 4.17, and Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bore Enoch. And he built a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son, Enoch. He did not say in Genesis 4.2 that Adam knew Eve, and she bore Abel. Nope, it states that she bore again. This means more than once in the same event. One no, not two. Look, Genesis 4.25. And Adam knew his wife again, and she bore a son and named him Seth. Watch what it says here now. For God has appointed another seed for me instead of Abel, whom Cain killed. He did not say she bore again, even though she already had kids. Also of interest is that Adam, when he named his walking rib Eve, he stated that she was a mother of all living. If they were the parents of all living, then it seems likely that he would have made that statement, her name is Eve, and we are the parents of all living. But this is not what he said, Genesis 3.20. And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Okay, I hear you. You want more? Okay. In Luke 3.23-38, Specifically in verses 36-38, through 38, Cain is not mentioned in the generations of men. This is not a mistake. He had to belong to someone or something, as we have his name written in the book, right? I'm not going to read through the genealogy, but it will go down to where his name should be. So we start at verse 37. The son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, the son of Mehala, the son of Canaan, the son of Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam. The son of God. No Cain. Jude fourteen states Enoch was seventh from Adam. Now Enoch is seventh from Adam, prophesied about these men also saying, Behold the Lord comes with ten thousand of his saints. Genesis 5.1 proves this. Cain was not included in the genealogy of Adam, because he was not born of the image and likeness of Adam. Also note the very first sentence Cain wasn't mentioned because he was not Adam's kidling. Genesis five one five. This is the book of the genealogy of Adam. In the day that God created man, he created him in the likeness of God. He created a male and female and blessed them and called them mankind in the day they were created. And Adam lived 130 years and begot a son in his own likeness after his image and named him Seth. Now before I go on, why didn't he say Cain? Verse 4. After he begot Seth, The days of Adam were 800 years, and he had sons and daughters. So all the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and he died. Now before I continue, think about this. The Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary, and she gave birth to Jesus. So the spiritual world touched the human, and they had babies. Go to Genesis, and the sons of God saw the women and how they were beautiful, and what did they do? They gave birth to giants. So the spiritual world can touch the natural world and give birth to babies. You see how that's written throughout the Bible? So the idea that Satan had sex with Eve and gave birth to Cain, or rather a race of Satan's children, because Cain did survive, is not so far-fetched, now is it? I mean, it lines up with other stories in the Bible. So, oops, I guess Moses left Cain out. In Genesis five one five, there's no mention of them. Huh. Probably just a scribo. Nope, because it is consistent with the rest of what I have mentioned thus far. But still we must go further. Listen to the language of Romans nine, six nine. Is it not hidden in plain sight? But it is not that the word of God has taken no effect. For they are not all Israel who are of Israel, nor are they all children because they are the seed of Abraham. But in Isaac your seed shall be called, that is, those who are the children of the flesh. These are not children of God, but the children of the promise are counted as the seed. For this is the word of promise. At this time I will come, and Sarah shall have a son. Well, that's it for today. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still, and destroy the works of the enemy, and create space for the light of life to shine through into people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.